Hello, and welcome to the Freedom Challenge online podcast. Here at the Freedom Challenge, we strive to do good by helping enslaved women and children to do more than you ever thought physically possible and to do it together by connecting women with a heart for a hurting world. We hope you enjoy your time being informed and encouraged with host Tracy Doherty and our amazing guests. So let's get ready and join Tracy for this week's episode. Hello, hello. Welcome back to Freedom Challenge online podcast. This is not Tracy. Today I will be your host. I am Ruth Willett, the prayer coordinator of the Freedom Challenge. If you're a new listener and are wondering what we're about here at the Freedom Challenge, the Freedom Challenge is a movement of passionate women who participate in physical challenges that test limits. While raising funds and awareness to set women and children around the world on the pathway to freedom, We aim to do good, do more, and do it together in our fight for freedom. And I'm joined today by Debbie Grunveld, and we're continuing to celebrate the 10-year anniversary of the Freedom Challenge. And in the month of April, we're specifically looking back over the years of the Freedom Challenge and highlighting some stories from women who have been a part of the journey. And Debbie, you have been one of those ladies. Welcome, Debbie. Would you tell us a little about yourself and how you got involved with the Freedom Challenge? Sure. Um, My name's Debbie, like Ruth said, and I am a wife, a mom of three girls, um, a business owner, and I got involved in the Freedom Challenge about 10 years ago, Um, just just actually closer probably to nine years ago. um, A friend had invited me to a vision trip to Zambia, where they were going to be meeting up with the Freedom Challenge team from Africa to do a climb of Table Mountain. And um, she encouraged me to come see what the ministry was doing and that it would be a fun way to get a feel for the projects that Freedom Challenge supports and the women that um, work with Freedom Challenge. So I went and I was hooked and I've been involved ever since. Almost right from the beginning, right? That's exactly right. Well, it's so good to have you on with me. And we're here today to chat and guide our listeners through some prayer as we lift up the need for freedom, especially as we consider human trafficking and modern day slavery. If you've listened to me at all, you'll have heard me say that there are 40 million enslaved in the world today. 12 million of those are minors. It's a terrible statistic and it's a $150 billion a year industry and there's not one place in the world that's not impacted by this. It feels almost too big to even begin. But we're going to move the lens in a little. We're here because a passionate group of women are gathering in Florida to hike the Everglades. So if you're one of those ones listening, welcome, welcome and thank you. And one reason that these wonderful women have said yes to this is our burning cry to see freedom reign. Did you know that Florida is the top worst state in the US per capita for human trafficking and that two of your cities, Miami and Orlando, are in the top 10 worst? Ladies, your steps matter here. Debbie, you have some other things to share. Sure, I sure do. Um, Broward County, which is where Fort Lauderdale is located, just north of Miami, is where our regional challenge is taking place. And um, 
Florida, like Ruth just said, is one of the top states, but Fort Lauderdale and Miami are both on the I-95 corridor that goes from the top of the U.S. through New York, through along the eastern seaboard of the U.S., and that I-95 corridor is one of the most trafficked corridors in the country. And the thing about human trafficking that really gets me is, um, yes, it is a $150 billion a year industry, but the commodity that is involved with the industry is a reusable commodity. These women and, and children are used again and again, and it's unlike any other industry. You know, the drug industry, you use it once and, you know, the drug is gone, but these women are used again and again. Um, And um, with the rise in social media, human trafficking has seen an uptick. There's so many different kinds of human trafficking. I was researching just in my own county, um, and um, there's sex trafficking, there's labor trafficking, there's sex and labor trafficking. Um, but the rise in social media has also increased the social tra- or the human trafficking numbers. And human trafficking is something that doesn't discriminate based on race or gender. Mm-hmm. Um, although young girls are at a higher risk, it, it, it every color is affected by human trafficking. And as you start diving into the statistics, it really is, um, it is heartbreaking. Um, and I just wanted to um, just lead us in a short little prayer. It's the prayer Moses and Aaron prayed. Um, and I just wanted to sort of open up our hard conversation with that prayer. And the prayer they prayed was, Dear Lord, just as you helped Moses and Aaron as they spoke boldly to Pharaoh on behalf of the Hebrew slaves in Egypt, help us be able to speak up for modern day slaves around the world. And we pray that um, though our steps might be small, that our actions would help bring an end to human trafficking, even if it just impacts one woman. And we ask all these things in your name. Amen. Thank you, Debbie, and for that prayer. We actually took that section from a larger prayer from World Vision, and you'll find that linked on the show notes. Now, we've started in with a bang here. Um, but if you know me, you won't be surprised I'm about to turn our gaze back to God because we have very much just glanced on the darkness. But I want us to take our gaze back to God and see his light. We glance on the darkness, but we gaze on him. And I'm first going to do that by suggesting a song based off of 2 Chronicles 20. I often declare that when we worship, God fights. So on that note, choose a song or use this one, You Deserve It All by Josh Baldwin. It's also linked in the show notes. So let's pause the podcast and worship the one who is more than able to deal with what we're talking about today. The name above all names and the name before whom human trafficking has also to bow. Welcome back. As Debbie and I were praying and chatting about this conversation, it kind of went in the direction that can be basically summed up as a side of God that is surprising within this dark and sorrowful issue or a task that has been a surprising way to fight it. I use fight in quotation marks. 
For me, it's really been how beautiful the journey of fighting something as awful as human trafficking and modern day slavery has been. God has continued to reveal that the weapons of our warfare that he's given for this are things like worship, song, art, peace, beauty. And God keeps highlighting joy as a way to bring lasting freedom and being free of circumstances. I'm going to say that again. God keeps highlighting joy as a way to bring lasting freedom and being free of circumstances. I'm not totally sure I understand this one yet, but I am believing him for it. And as I say this, I realise it could sound like making light of a subject so horrific but I'm not, and God never does. So much so, freedom is so important to him that he actually gave his only son. But the other thing, and I mentioned this in the last regional podcast, I was taking an area of pain to God and he said to me, do you want to see what that looks like in my hands? And he showed me his hands after I had placed it in, and I couldn't see anything. And as he lifted the crack of his hand, there was the smallest pebble. But then he lavished comfort in this area of brokenness and pain that had surfaced in my life. And he lavished comfort on me like it was extravagant, more than was necessary for the area of pain that I had given him. And I just felt God whisper, I know how to show you how small the pain is and how small this darkness is that we're talking about in comparison to who he is. And yet he will never forgo or um withhold the comfort that that we need because of the pain that it's brought to our lives so I know that God knows how to deal with this issue and that there are people who are listening to this who have more trauma or darkness than they know what to do with and I am lifting our gaze here I'm talking about peace and beauty and worship because this God knows what to do with this and how to walk us through this Beauty heals. Peace is the, to destroy in the authority that establishes chaos. There's power attached to all these things. And that's why I'm taking my gaze off the urgent and putting it on the one who actually is the only one who knows how to answer. So that's my answer. Um, and I see God paving this way to joy through conversations about himself, about beauty and peace and all the while drawing me into him as his daughter and lifting my gaze. So Debbie, over to you for your testimony of a surprising way that God has led you to fight this issue of slavery. Well, for me, I'm I'm a creature of comfort. I like to be comfortable. And I think one of the most surprising things that the Freedom Challenge has taught me or used to teach me is um, God doesn't always want me to be comfortable. And I don't like to hike. I, I'm just going to say it. I really don't. Um, I didn't grow up camping. I'm not, I didn't grow up hiking. Um, and yet these challenges where we take on a physical challenge like hiking have been such a, um, a visible way for us to experience the freedom to do something that these women don't have. Women and children that are trafficked don't have control and freedom over their own bodies. And the fact that we have the freedom over our own bodies and can push them to a limit um, is there's just something indescribable about that way 
when you're climbing a mountain and God meets you on that mountain to help you um, get over the mountain. I, I think back often on the, um, we did the Salkente Trail in um, in Peru and it was a seven day, maybe five days on the trail, um, five days on the trail, you know, sleeping in tents. Um, and at one point we had a very high pass that we had to climb and it was I think the altitude was maybe fourteen or 15,000 feet. Wow. And a lot of these women um, that do the challenges come from places where they live in a high altitude. So the altitude doesn't affect them quite so much. I live at sea, at sea level and um, am very rarely somewhere where, you know, the breathing takes an effort on my part. And just... Um, having to take one step at a time. And when I say that, I mean, we were only able to take one step at a time and it was very slow for me to get over that pass. I was probably one of the last women um, to, you know, bring up the rear and make it to the top of the pass. And there's just such an indescribable feeling of knowing that God met you there. And the reason we're doing this is to make a difference in the lives of these women and children who are trafficked. I don't um, do these climbs because it's something fun or really even enjoyable. The camaraderie and the companionship and the sisterhood of the women that I'm doing it with is great, but it's um, an even greater feeling knowing that what I'm doing is making the lives and the difference, even if it's just in one woman. So for me, that's, um, that's really the best, testimony I can give to the reason I do these climbs. That's great. It really isn't an obvious human strategy on how to win in a fight like this, is it? And yet, um, I know that you you know almost more than me because I've not been involved as long as you and, and I certainly don't have a mountain testimony yet. But um, God just meets like the ladies that come on these hikes in such a intentional and, and almost passionate way. Like like when we give for others, God always meets us. Like when we put lay our life down or even believe a crazy strategy, like like to the woman hiking today, okay, I know it's not like a 14er or a 15er, but your steps matter. Your prayers carry weight. And God has said he's fighting and we've seen time and again like freedom come to individuals personally I've seen it to myself but we've also seen freedom um like sting operations happen like five miles from where we've been or in the village where our hike ends and and like literal urgent freedom have has come to women and we're very aware it's not just the freedom challenge um there's you know the FBI there's other human trafficking organizations there's all sorts of um, local police forces involved, but but God has so clearly shown us it's also you. Your your prayers have been heard, your cries have been heard, and I've taken your seed of faith and I'm moving a mountain. Um. So yeah, I just want to say thank you for that um, testimony and thank you for your steps. And and on that note of thanks, just come to God with a prayer of gratitude because He does bring light always to dark situations darkness is just the absence of light and I don't know why God doesn't always move as fast as we would like him to to move but I know he always knows best and it's 
always wrapped up in goodness. And so we just say thank you for this. We we say that we know when Jesus came, because of this, we get to declare with John that light came into the world and darkness has not overcome it. So we thank you, God, for the relentless and all-consuming way that you've worked and are working and will work for freedom. And I'd like to ask you again to pause the podcast and bring your own prayer of thanks and then your cry for the not yet, because I'm aware that even as we say thanks, there is a not yet, there's a not yet answered in our own lives. And there's a, we're still saying there's 40 million enslaved, so there's a not yet in human trafficking. But God, we know you can bring freedom, uh, but and you have brought freedom, but we're saying more freedom is needed. So bring this prayer to a personal need in your life, as well as the greater issue of modern day slavery and human trafficking. So pause the podcast here. Thank you for coming back. Debbie, you were just talking about your hike um, in Peru, Machu Picchu. And I know that um, you you were hiking with many nationalities and even some missionaries, right? Yes, that's exactly right. There were uh, three missionaries from Moldova when we were in Peru. Yeah, thank you. And in the annual report we just received from Moldova, they make the statement, young single mothers and minors remain the most vulnerable. Now, this is not a shocking revelation. Like, if we didn't know it, we could have probably guessed it. It's not something that's new. It's something that we know and unfortunately makes sense. But the fact of the matter is bad there already and now it's worse. It's increasing with the war that's escalating in that area. And actually, um, I was recently told by an OMR that men aren't being allowed to cross the border. So women and children are fleeing on their own and they're fleeing um, to countries like Moldova, Poland, Romania, where trafficking's already high. So we want to take this current issue and this current need and ask you to pause the podcast and lift up your voice, to use your steps and your prayer, um, your worship, your lament. Let's cry out to God together and ask him to protect the vulnerable all over the land, this land, his land, and even, may I add, in Russia, where the poverty for the average everyday person is escalating through the roof. Let's pause the podcast and invite God into this very tough space. Welcome back. And before we move on, I just I do want to again highlight gratitude because I feel like gratitude just knocks off darkness as well. And in the midst of this darkness, there are testimonies of, of OM workers, and I'm sure many others in these race, in these areas of Russia, Ukraine, Poland, Romania, Moldova, and they're at the borders and in the spaces of darkness, practically being the hands and feet of God and shining his light and love in this very dark space of history. And somehow because of their actions, beauty has been seen by refugees fleeing something who never thought they may smile again and yet they've been hugged, they've been provided transport, they've been given food, they've been given Bibles and and, and a glimpse of light is coming into their life. Debbie, I'd like to invite you to to give any thoughts here to sum up anything I've said and I know that you also have a really great prayer that you found from the Church of England Resources which again is mentioned in the show notes. Sure. I think that right now with the state of our current events in the world, 
um, human trafficking is being brought into the spotlight. I think all the major news publications, just yesterday's paper showed, you know, the a picture of a little child on with their mother on a train leaving Ukraine on their way to Poland and the dad sort of pressing his hand against the the um, train window and um, the article was highlighting the vulnerability of the women and children. And I think this is something that um, has been brought to the forefront, trafficking has, with this whole terrible issue that's happening in, in the Ukraine. So I think people's hearts are um, ripe to get involved, to make a difference. It's a great time for us to be raising awareness because sometimes human trafficking is something that people don't like to think about. It's a something that stays in the darkness and people think it doesn't happen in their communities, but we're seeing pictures of it daily on the news and in the papers. So I think it's um, a great time for us to be having this challenge where we can lift up women throughout the world who are being trafficked and are at risk because we know there are so many young, vulnerable women and children right now. And the numbers are increasing daily as people are fleeing Ukraine. Not that these numbers are, you know, there's already trafficking in other parts of the world, but now the numbers are going to be skyrocketing of women and children who are at risk and don't have the stability that they once had. So um, I just wanted to... um, close out my time with a prayer um, that I had found for human trafficking victims. And I think it really sums up the, um, the needs of these victims so well. So if you just join me in prayer, Lord, in this moment, I stand beside every victim who's been human trafficked. In this moment, I know you bear their excruciating fear, hurt, and pain. May they feel your peace and grace wash over them. I pray for justice to be served. I pray for their release from the unbearable dehumanization, anguish, and humiliation they feel. I pray for their liberation from being held captive against their will and by your grace for good Samaritans to restore their lives. I pray for the healing of victims and for their loved ones. I pray as part of a united worldwide movement for the empowerment and ability of all churches, of all religions, international and civil society society organizations, governments, national authorities, business communities, and people of goodwill everywhere to put an end to human trafficking. I pray never to forget what it feels like to be in this moment, to stand in solidarity with victims of human trafficking, consumed with fear and pain. I pray you'll use me in some way to help end this human tragedy. Lord, I have faith that your presence, your love, and your spiritual embrace will always be with the victims of human trafficking. Lord God, Heavenly King, Almighty God and Father, hear our prayers. And that's a prayer from the Church of England. Amen. Thank you, Debbie, so much. Thank you. Um, Pleasure to have you here. And I just, I, I don't know who's listening to this, that, you know, we've spoken about some things that feel just really overwhelming. And I just, again, want to highlight that with everything, we just bring it to God. We lift our gaze because he really is the one who has the solutions. And I don't believe that we're hiding. We're hiding behind 
songs or we're actually just putting the fight in the right hands. And I believe if we do that, if we lift our gaze, if we come with prayer, if we come with worship, um, choose a song that um, somehow represents to you God as a victor and make that your prayer over the next month or two months or three months or year and believe, like say to God, I'm going to believe every time I sing this that you're fighting. I don't have to understand it. In fact, I almost have to lay down my understanding for this moment to believe that. And and God said the same to me with drawing. Like, can you draw? Can you paint? Can you create something and believe in the creation of that, that I'm moving my hand, that I'm fighting? Can you walk? Can you hike? Can you believe that those steps, step by step, breath by breath, that I'm going to do something to change this, whether it's get a law changed, get finances poured in, get someone in a position of power, like all these things can happen. God just wants us to partner with him. And in that space of partnering with him, who knows, he might then say to you, I have something else for you to do, but we need to start. So let's join together and let's start here. And just practically, um, there's three or four other prayer podcasts. You can just search my name, Ruth Willett, um, R-U-T-H, in case you didn't get that with the Scottish accent. Um, let's just do something. So thank you for joining with us today, um, for glancing on the darkness, but gazing on the one who was and is and always will be the answer to all we'll ever need, including this awful darkness. But we know darkness does not get to overcome. So I'm going to be leaving this podcast to worship to the song Living Hope by Bethel Music. Again, I think it's in the show notes. So thank you for believing that your steps matter, your prayers carry weight, and your God is fighting. So until next time, do good by by helping enslaved women and children. Do more than you ever thought physically possible and do it together by connecting women who have a heart for a hurting world. And keep on stepping and keep on praising. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the Freedom Challenge online podcast. If you liked what you heard, join the fight to set women and children on a pathway to freedom across the globe. We are a proud ministry of Operation Mobilization USA and encourage you to learn more at thefreedomchallenge.com and omusa.org for how you can get involved. Follow us on Facebook, on Instagram at the FCUSA, and don't forget to subscribe and leave a review to let us know what you think. We'll see you next time.